Welcome to Matter of Fact Considers. What are we considering? We are considering a telenovela-esque TV series from one of your favorite TV networks, Soraya. Okay, Uh, called out in the intro, I think, and I don't (laughs) because I don't know if it's one of my favorite networks. But the CW is home to some shows that I and and many others of the '90s grew up on. Not Mm -hmm. you, but many others. But yes, uh, that is true, and that is also the network responsible for creating a series that won a Golden Globe and several Teen Choice Awards. That's right, we're talking about Jane the Virgin. Okay, yes, Jane the Virgin, a CW classic from like fairly recent history. Yeah, can't wait to get into it. Of course, it's us, Kat and Soraya, chatting about this series and applying our same lens and matter of fact to Jane the Virgin. Of course, as we consider Jane the Virgin, we'll break it down however we see fit and share lots of spoilers. It will not be the most prolific conversation nope. or exhaustive breakdown. I also have seen very few episodes of it <laughs> when it first came out, so that's telling. Um, but we will share our some thoughts we've got, lots of hot takes on the show, and all as a matter of fact. There is so much to talk about, but don't freak out. Inhala, exhala, and here we go. What? <laughs> It's like a, it's a, it's a big, like they say inhala, exhala all the time. Oh, okay. I tried Perfect. to, I tried to throw things in from this I channel. Love it. I love it. All right, let's get into it. Okay, Soraya, this begs the question. How familiar are you with this show even? Have you watched, how much have you watched? <laughs> I was like the meme. Are you from New York, Ethan? Do you have a puffer coat? No, I don't have a, a puffer coat. I'm not from New York. I have seen very few episodes of the show, so I am going to be very uh, entertained by what I remember and how wrong it's going to be. I think we as all, we get into this. I think we all will be entertained. Uh, if I might be so bold. <laughs> Did you, when you caught episodes here and there, did you watch it like when it was on TV, you little CW lover, or did you like catch it on Netflix? Tell me about this. Yeah, I watched it when it first came out. I think I watched the first like three or four episodes. That makes Uh, sense. Yeah. But I don't know why I didn't stick with it. It was also just like all the rage, I think. Yeah. Pretty much from the start. Yeah. And so I think that's why I watched it. But for whatever reason... I don't know. Maybe it's coming back to that thing where like romantic based shows are like truly not my like go to. Yeah. Um, But I like them. So I don't know. I don't know why I didn't get hooked. But like people love them. You love this show. I really got into it. So this was on TV from 2014 to 2019. Initially, I was not into it. And then like in like the first year or two that Cake opened, so like 2017, 2018, I watched all of it and was really into it. And I think that... I did not think I would like this type of show. It felt a little bit like fantastical to me, a little bit like, oh, it's like a telenovela, all these like wild things happening. I don't think I'd like it, but I found that I just really enjoyed it. And at the time, Sydney, who I worked with at Cake, was also really into it. So it was just, you know, it's always fun to get really deep into a show that someone else that you see regularly is into as well. And you can chat about it. Mm I also remember, this is so silly, one year um, for our interns, like we, for several summers in a row, we hired interns at Cake and we, I always try to ask like fun or silly questions in addition to like, what are your qualifications? You know, that kind of thing. And Mm -hmm. we, um, because we were so into Jane the Virgin at that time, we asked as an interview question, like, are you team Roth or team Michael? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) 
we, we wanted to know. And actually, Pasashia, who now still works at Cake, had the best answer. She said, I'm team Mateo, um, who's the kid, not either of the love interests. And uh, I was like, okay. Like, who is Mateo? I know who we're off. Okay, okay, okay. I got you, got you. Got you. Right answer, yeah. Okay, so... Uh, there is so much happening in this show. Let me just give like a little bit of a breakdown and then we can talk through the char- the main characters and that'll also help us kind of put some of the info into place. I also should say I was so into the show for a while and I have not kept up. Like I haven't I haven't done a rewatch. So much of this is feels kind of fuzzy to me as well. And so like mm. people who are real Jane the Virgin stands, don't come for me because I'm sure I'm gonna get like well, at least one or two things wrong in this. We already said at the top, like this is not the Jane the Virgin podcast. No, this is literally <laughs> three and catch just talking about TV. Thank you. And what we Thank think you. we remember. Yes. Okay. And great. like Kat, you're gonna look so good in comparison with me. Like it's <laughs> gonna be so sad. I also researched a little bit in preparation for this, and okay. I did like my my regular thing. I watched the the first episode and the last episode to like really get back into it okay Mm -hmm. so um in essence jane the virgin is a show there's it's like set in miami uh after sort of a surprising and dramatic turn of events this woman jane uh who is um not having sex who's saving herself till marriage uh it gets accidentally artificially inseminated and becomes pregnant which is just like it's already off already to its wild, worst. already <laughs> so wild, right? Okay, did she get a payoff in this? In some ways, did she sue that doctor? Because there, like, there was conversation what? about it, but that did not happen. Okay, okay, but the doctor is the sister of this man, Raphael Dreamboat, who owns this hotel. Um, Jane works at the hotel, so she has been artificially inseminated with the sperm of this man that she essentially works for and years prior had had a little moment with um, a little like makeout session with one time. So like they have a history, right? Why does Um, his sister have his... So she's a gynecologist. So she's a she's the doctor. Um, And uh, so the guy is Raphael. Raphael's is in a very um, troubled relationship with his wife, Petra. And um, okay. so Petra like goes to the doctor without knowing, without telling him that she, cause she's like, I need to, I need to trap this man. I need oh. to have a baby. Also as an added layer here, he is a cancer survivor. And so at the time we think that this is the only vial of his essence that is still around. Right. Not so it's just essence. like so dramatic. Oh my God. <laughs> I, so, I still, okay. so like this all kind of comes out in the first episode. Jane lives with her mom and her grandmother. Um, her when we get into like, you know, the first episode, Jane doesn't know who her father is. Like she hasn't had her father around for many years. But right at the beginning of the series, her father kind of comes back into her life. And we'll talk about that a little bit more when we get into characters. Um, yeah, but the whole show is just like the ups and the downs of all these things. She's also in a relationship at the time with this guy named Michael um oh i always thought was michael rapaport i know it's not michael rapaport but like michael rapaport i mean you gotta google i mean you'll see him you'll be like oh that guy um but i think it's just because he was a cop if i remember correctly oh which like michael rapaport is not a cop but i feel like he's played a cop he plays it i'm i feel like i've seen him on a show where he plays a cop yeah he's seen he's He's a real cop presence he's been around for a while yes he has no he's he's like a big white (laughs) Who loves hip hop? Anyway, yeah, and he has, but he has. I think he has. He's a maybe a little bit like gingery, maybe. And I think this Michael. I don't know if he has red hair, but it's like a light brown red. Um, mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and okay. Michael is the character he, name, yeah, not the not guy's just, name. But yeah, no, I know, but like that's how I always felt it was that, but I knew it wasn't him. But okay, so thank funny. you for validating. Yes, yes, yeah, no, I yes. can see it. So that is like kind of the the like how we begin, and then in like true telenovela fashion, like there's just so much that happens um and it's it, at times like it feels like it would be hard to follow but it, it it's not when you're in it like me trying to reflect upon all of it i'm like oh my god that happened and that happened but when you're watching it it's just like just fun and dramatic and just like so full of suspense so uh and fun. just also so full of feeling the feelings i have <laughs> i watched this you know how i feel about series finales but i watched the series finale in preparation for this bald of course you know it's just <laughs> there's just a lot I love it. I love it. I mean, this feels like like as much as you love r- romantic books mm-hmm. or like chiclet or or whatever you want. This mm-hmm. would be one of those books. Like if it was condensed, yeah. it I'm would. Surprised it wasn't like a book series first. Actually, well, it's so interesting that you bring up the book piece. I will. Oh. I'm just gonna get to the end. To the uh, this is. So Jane, um, at the beginning of the series, she's in school to be a teacher. She wants to be a writer, actually. And so then she kind of pursues this. It's a five season series. She pursues it. She pursues it. She pursues it. And then like at the end, she publishes her book and it's a big deal. Um, And there's like kind of references in the book to like how it is tied to a telenovela. So it's just like quite, quite cute how Mm. that like all transpires. So you're right. Like this I don't know, I guess maybe could have been a book, but it actually was an adaptation from a Venezuelan telenovela um, by the same name in Spanish. Mm. Mm. Uh, and then, so the the version for the CW was developed by Jenny schneider Ullman, who I did a little looking, you know, because the name's Saray. I'm trying to get better with the names of the people <laughs> who create the things. And it looks like one of her credits is Gilmore Girls. And I don't, you were saying she's not one of the main Gilmore Girl people, I wonder what her role. Well, on she's Gilmore a co-producer was. from 2006 to 2007, so it was only one year. Oh, okay. Yeah, and pretty yeah, pretty early on, but like that's good. She also is on the current. Uh, she's an executive produ- producer and writer of the current Charmed reboot series. Interesting. Which, is, which was a CW, which is was a CW show, no. right? Oh, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you're right. It was definitely well. It's WB. Oh, got it. Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. That became the CW, right? Yeah. WB okay. and UPN merged to, be yep, to create the CW. <laughs> and I got none of those stations as a kid, so Sorry. I don't know. <laughs> okay. So I know I kind of like gave, like, I just shared a, I, in my attempt to like give a brief synopsis, I just like shared way a lot of information and named a lot of people. But I'm wondering, Soraya, from your like small interactions with the show, who are the characters that you remember? And we can kind of talk through them as they come to mind for you. Well, Jane. Jane okay. Rodriguez. Very Gina Rodriguez. Yes. Yeah. Plays Jane Gloriana Villanueva, who is 23 when the series starts. Um, and yeah, like I said, she works at this hotel, the Maribel, owned by this man, Raphael, who she is How does he own that? He's young. I don't understand. Yeah, there's Well, that is... There's a lot of like um, shady things and um, mysterious things kind of behind all of that. Some that are revealed, many of which are very fuzzy to me, um, but okay. I know they are revealed in this series. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, 
like I said, Jane wants to be a writer. She's dating this guy, Michael, who's a cop. And actually they meet because like, I think oh, if I'm remembering correctly, they meet because like she's getting really like rowdy on her birthday. And like he comes to the house for some reason and she thinks he's a stripper. And it's just like a very like, um, or uh, maybe I'm misremembering, but like something about her birthday and then him coming to the door. And that's like, there's a flashback at one point where we see kind of how their love story begins. Michael's fine. Um, Jane lives with her mom and her grandma. And, um, you know, okay, one of my favorite things about Jane, they really try to make her like a regular girl. I think, of of course, like in contrast to Raphael, who owns this hotel. But like Jane takes the bus everywhere and I find it so endearing. Mm. (laughs) She's just on the bus going to work on the bus doing her thing. Um, They really try hard to paint her. It feels like to me is just like a regular girl doing her thing. I mean, she came off that way. When I, yeah. when I remember too. I also, okay, so I remember her, is it her mom or her aunt? You said mom, right? Her mom. Mm-hmm. She seemed really familiar to me. I don't know why. What was she, she, do you know what she's been in before? No, I linked it in the notes so you can click it. So her mom okay. is, name, is named Siomara and they also call her Zoe. Okay. And it's interesting. Her, so Jane, her mom, and her grandma all have the same middle and last name. <laughs> Their middle oh. names are all Gloriana, and their last name is Villanueva. So, Ciamara Gloriana Villanueva is the mom, played by Andrea Nevedo, who I only recognize from this show. But maybe there's other things that you've seen, because you've seen a lot of more things. Uh, I mean, I have, but it's not coming. I think maybe How to Make It in America, which was this really short-lived uh, HBO series that mm-hmm. was pretty great. It has... Um, Oh, no. I should just click on it, right? But, like, it was one season, I think, or maybe two seasons. But she was on it for a number of episodes. So that's probably why it has Victor Rasuk, who's very fine. I'm probably saying his name incorrectly. I thought it also had... Uh yeah 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 Scott Miscuti Kid Cudi oh my god so <laughs> fine that show that was a good show okay anyways we're way so off she's in that cool that's no the no only that's thing great. I've ever seen but I don't I don't think she had a big one so I was misremembering so anyways no, that's her that's mom my, yeah yeah that's and her you mom said her grandma and I feel like mm, her, her grandma's grandma. been in a lot of things too yeah I actually don't think her grandma's in that many things I mean I've seen her as like small parts in different things but um her grandma Alba who she she calls Abuela all the time, uh, played by Yvonne Cole. Um, yeah, who I didn't I didn't recognize till I watched the show. But then after I watched the show, like I said, like I saw her pop up in a couple different things. Like she's like a grandma love interest in um, One Day at a Time, that series that came on Netflix um, a little in, while after. She was in Glee and Teen Wolf and oh. CW. Uh huh. I feel like she was in some. Oh. I know why she was in Veronica Mars. Also CW. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wow. really Veronica Mars. She didn't have like a lot of roles, but it was like very specific. She was on a trial and it was like contentious and Veronica was like casting, like helping decide if it was like racially motivated or not. And she was just sitting there knitting and her billing <laughs> is knitting grandmother. She didn't even get a name. Wow. Wow, but you recognized her. Where wow. she is. Okay, never mind. We can go back to okay. No, that's so great. So um, so Jane like lives with her mom and grandma, and her grandma, so okay, 
her grandma is like very um kind of like pious, conservative, religious, and the oh, like one of the opening scenes, you know, to contextualize why we're calling this Jane the Virgin, it's her grandma explaining to her like you better not like you got to stay a virgin, like you know, like it really like um sex negative, like really mm-hmm. things that I'm like, "Oh, yikes," you know. But it puts it in context, and that's how a lot of grandmas think and feel, right? Um and so she's really like has kind of hammered this home to Jane since she was young that she needs to, you know, wait until marriage, she'll lose her virginity, etc. Um, to kind of complicate this, Tiomara is just like really sexually liberated, had Jane at a very young age, is like not at all that. Hmm. Um, and so it's it's interesting to see like it's like the grandma is like very on the conservative side, the mom is like very on like the like liberated side, and like Jane's kind of trying to find her way in the middle. Which I think is very, like, just, like, fun to watch and, like, kind of see her work through. Um, the mom is, like, okay, Tsumara is, like, she's, like, really outgoing. She's a dance instructor for for some of the seasons. She's always just, like, I don't know, being outgoing and fun and silly. Um, and the grandma is not like that she's like she has she's got jokes um but she's a little more buttoned up also what i think is really special about the show which i'm sure you remember is that her abuela only speaks spanish like she can speak english and she does from time to time when like the situation you know necessitates it but at home she's always speaking spanish to jane or anyone and jane is always speaking english back to her and so we see as the viewer we see these conversations um with like you know a mix of english and spanish which is really cool to like i don't know be able to to watch and i I think also probably mirrors like what a lot of people experience in their homes you know absolutely yeah yeah Oh, I love that so much. Yeah. And it's just, I think her abuela really has got jokes. Like she is just, it's, maybe it's the way it <laughs> lands. Cause I'm like, no, but she's, okay. she's just, I don't know. She's just, she um, is very opinionated and she's <laughs> just very fun, I think. Um, okay. So those are like the main women. We got three generations in one home. What other people do you remember from the show? I remember Roth because he was very hot and his wife slash girlfriend slash lady, which you said was Petra, uh, mm-hmm. being just like stone cold, like yeah. slick back hair, tight bun, like that's all I remember. Yeah, and like so Ra- Nivy, oh, too, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that is, ac- that is accurate. So Rafael Solano is this like... He's in his early 30s. He owns the, the hotel. Um, he is played by Justin Baldani, who is just like, what a man. He seems like both a hottie and a good guy from his Instagram. He, he's so hot. How can you not be so Team Roth? I mean. He's so, who, who are you telling? I, <laughs> spoiler alert. Yeah, we need to talk. <laughs> Team Roth all the way. Okay. Um, I mean, but it's complicated, though, because Raphael does some shady shit, you know? Um, but then, yes, he is married to Petra at the beginning of the series. What? Baldoni, he's not even Latino. That's so interesting. But he's not, but he's like, that's, I mean, I think it's like appropriate. Like, it's never, we don't, we, like, that isn't, they don't try to pretend that he is, if that makes sense. Oh, okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Good. All right. Yeah. Because gotcha. there's lots of, lots of Raphaels who aren't Latinx, you know? Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Um, and so he, at the beginning of the series is married to Petra, who is a lot like you described. She is, um, so it's played by y- Yael Grobglass, who's actually Israeli, but the character is Czech. Um, and she's just a lot. She is, um, yes, like scheming, cheating, really like, 
I don't know, not she's definitely the villainess in the beginning for the first couple of seasons. And then we get to know her a little more and then other villains take over and then we kind of she kind of grows on us. And by the end, she falls in love and we love it. <laughs> OK, I love a, a redemption arc. She also, for a season or two, she, so Yael also plays um, Petra's uh, evil twin sister, Aneshka. Oh my God. Of which course. is so wild. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then I guess we got to talk about Michael, right? Who you yeah. thought was that other guy. Yeah. Well, no, I didn't think it was the other guy. I just he reminded you of that. The other yeah. Because I think he's totally. a cop. That's all I remember. Totally. Like, he has a cop. Illegal and- happened, or I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Well, he, like, um, and honestly, the details of it all really are, I'm, are not, I couldn't tell you everything. But Michael's role as a police detective, he, like, in some capacity is investigating things that are going on um, at the hotel and mm-hmm. with um, that family including Petra. And so there's some, some issues there. There is like this main villain who is, I guess, like really um, kind of in charge of much of like the, the rough stuff that happens throughout most of the seasons. Um, Sinrostro. I don't know if that name like rings a bell to you, mm-hmm. but we find out that like, we find out who is actually this woman, Rose, who we've been seeing the whole time, but we didn't know it was her. It's just very interesting. And so Michael spends some time investigating stuff going on related to Sinrostro. And then he dies at one point and then comes back Michael to dies? life. Yeah, oh Michael dies. So, so spoiler, like, these are all spoilers, you know, but um, he and Jane get married first. And like, so all of us who are Team Raphael are like, what the fuck? And then, <laughs> and then Michael, um, he like gets shot on the job. And then later on, he dies with like heart complications because of that injury. Well, they think he's fine. It's all, oh my God, it is just like a heart-wrenching season finale. I mean, it is just really, it is, wow, it pulls at your heartstrings. Um, But then he, so he's dead and Jane's like, what do I do? And she kind of, you know, takes a season or two to find herself and then ends up with Roth, thank goodness. But then Michael ends up coming back and he actually, his death was faked. This is all like, you know, very like telenovela tropes. And then he was um, like brainwashed with electroshock therapy to to like erase his memories so like he is michael but he like identifies as this guy named jason because like he just has a report yes (laughs) (laughs) no why it's all so complex yeah and so and he's played by this guy brett dyer who i've only ever seen as part of the show but he's probably on a bunch of other stuff we know oh yeah maybe not maybe maybe so I should look at him again so I know what he looks like. Oh, yeah. He's, sure. he's fine looking and he's cute. And they really do have a lovely relationship. I mean, in some ways. In other ways, it's it's a mess, you know? Pretty Little Initially, Liars. Oh, yeah. Nope. Did you ever watch that? Nope. Nope. Mm-hmm. Supernatural, one episode. Smallville. CW, baby. I wonder if they just like have a pool of people they've cast over time and they're like, let's just pull from them because we are. It have- really feels like a lot of it's very interrelated. And maybe other channels are li- like that too, or other networks, you know, are like that too. But it seems so, so blatant with the CW. He was in Diary of the Wimpy, Diary of a Wimpy Kid. He was an 80s break dancer. That's cool. <laughs> He was Great. Barbie in the park. <laughs> I can't even read. I'm sorry. 2013, Barbie in the pink shoes. He was Prince Siegfried. <laughs> so, wow. you know, there you go. There you go. Um, 
Okay. Okay. There's one of my favorite guys that we haven't named yet. Do you, can you think of any other guys who are on the show? Well, for some reason I, cause like there is this narrator voice and yes. for some reason I thought that was her dad, but you're saying it's You're not. confusing two people. So there is a narrator. No. We'll get to him in a minute, but her dad is named Rogelio, Rogelio de la Vega, okay. played by Jaime Camille. And Rogelio is a, like a telenovela star in Mexico. And so for like much of the series, he's like trying to like cross over and like, you know, make it in the U.S. as a telenovela star. Um, he is he has like a larger than life personality he's also like very self-involved but like in ways that are both annoying and also endearing and he's so funny he is one of the oh my gosh I mean the show is funny in a lot of ways but Rogelio's character I find to just be hilarious he's also like very good looking and very cute and so like I mentioned Jane grows up most of her life not knowing her dad um and Xiomara actually didn't realize like who he was it was just like some guy that she like you know, had a, a brief relationship with when she was young. Hmm. And then like fast forward to almost present day and she sees on TV, she's like, oh my gosh, she's looking at this telenovela and she's like, oh my God, that's the guy that Father Jane that I like hooked up with several years ago, you know? Hmm. Um, and so they had this chance encounter and he ends up kind of coming back into their lives. And there's also like the on again off again like love between him and Xiomara and like it, it sort of grows slowly and then they do kind of fall back in love together and it's all just like very beautiful <laughs> also Xiomara mm. um has cancer for a whole season and like just how all of that is dealt with I felt I mean what who what do I know um but I felt like she like played that really well and like it was like talked about and dealt with really well in the series um yeah, it's, I I think that is coming to mind because I think like they they like for sure fall back in love and then that happens and it's all just very interesting. But yes, Rogelio. And then not to be confused with the narrator, what do you remember of the narration of this show? So I don't know who the narrator could be then. Well, but like what do you, it seems like it like the narration kind of stuck out to you. Well, it's like very much in the style of like telenovela, like a very... Not syrupy, but like a deep baritone, basso profundo, like, um, like intriguing narration style. Right, is, right. But, the, but I have no, I thought, I truly thought, because like I said, I only made it like four episodes in. And so I was like, mm -hmm. is it, it's got to be her dad then, because he's in the telenovela game. But no, it's not. So I don't okay. know who it is. And actually, it reminds me of, and, and so <laughs> the actor, the voice actor who plays the narrator is named Anthony Mendez. Okay. And he said in an interview, he's like, it kind of reminds me of Gossip Girl. And I, I know. Was gonna say, <laughs> I was going to say. Especially, okay, if it is, okay, tell me who it is. Because then I'll, well, I'll see if it feels more like Gossip Girl. Yes, too. okay, I'll tell you. But I think I think actually you'll find that it is a lot like Gossip Girl. Because the entire series, we don't know who it is. We okay. don't know. It's this omniscient narrator who is like very connected to everyone. Mm -hmm. And he's like, you know, sharing insights, cracking jokes, making sure we understand what's going on. He's ve It's very fun and funny. Okay. And a great way to like lead us on. But anyway, we don't know. And so there is that that element of like, who could it be? Mm -hmm. And then in the series finale, of course, everything is getting wrapped up nice with a bow. And Mateo, who is the the child then that was born after this like accidental artificial insemination, we find out that Mateo goes on to do voice acting. And in fact, he has narrated this oh whole series. 
Okay, that is like Gossip Girl because then you find out how uncomfortable it is for that person to have been narrating all of these things. Yeah. Like him to be talking about his mom's artificial insemination yeah. and like all these salacious things what? too. Very uncomfortable. Very surreal. Okay. Yeah. All right. I love that. I love that. I agree. It is a little weird if you think about it, but I think it just made it's we're, we're all, I mean, I think we were supposed to just be like, oh, it's Mateo. You know, like it was just like a fun reveal at the end. Okay. Um, um, yeah, but it does, it's that secret. And I actually, I guess I wasn't very, when I was watching it, I didn't spend a lot of time wondering who could the narrator be, you know, but it was a fun reveal at the end. In addition to having like the narration happen, Jane the Virgin does a lot of cool stuff where like, there's a lot of text that gets printed on the screen, you know, like. I don't know how to describe it. Like a scene is coming up and we see a person and it's like their name. And then underneath it, it's like, AKA this, AKA that. Like, it's just very fun and silly. And so like, as it's being typed out and you kind of hear the typing happening, the, hmm. the narrator then is also like talking us through it. And I just find it to be both very, very funny and also really helpful and like kind of knowing, helping ground us because there's so much weird stuff happening. It's nice to like have that um, direction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's fun. Um, so those are the main characters, I guess, right? But I wonder if there's any other folks that would be worth noting. There's a couple on my mind. Do you, I mean, this is a big ask of you. Can you think of anybody else that's in the show? No, not a person. In fact, mm -hmm. I think, I think I was thinking that there are more people than there are. <laughs> like, I thought her, her grandfather lived with them. That's not a thing. That didn't happen. Well, no, oh. Abuela does fall in love with Jorge, who she works with at the gift shop at the Maribel, um, or Marabella. God, what is the what Marbella. is the Marbella? Yep, the Marbella. Uh -huh. Um, they kind of fall in love, and it's very, it's very telenovela y. Where like they're in love, but then like she, um, something happens, and like they kind of pretend to be in love but like but like Alba actually is in love but Jorge is just like I need to get married in order to like be able to I think it's um like a citizenship thing and then the details of it are fuzzy but then they end up actually falling in love after a fake relationship which again that is a that's a rom-com trope for sure for sure um, for and sure. that's so for a while he is living with them but I don't think that's what you remember from the first four episodes no absolutely not no no <laughs> Um, but I don't remember anything else. Maybe, maybe somebody scheming with Petra. Cause I remember her like talking to someone, but I don't know who that was. Yeah. So. There's a lot of whew, the scheming that happens over the course of five seasons. <laughs> um, she, her assistant, Krishna, she schemes with sometimes she really schemes with her mom, Magda. That's who, who yeah. she's older and she like pretends to use a wheelchair and she has an eye patch. Um, we don't know she's pretending to use the wheelchair, but she is. And it's, they have like kind of this like history of like fleeing the czech republic from her like the mom's ex-boyfriend milosh but then like we learn more about milosh and he's like not as bad or bad in different ways and it's all just it's it's a, a blur to me but very dramatic um i also find so there's this um rosario dawson plays the character what <laughs> yeah jane ramos jr and she comes in like kind of midway through i think and she's an attorney and she works with petra and there's like some scheming and stuff but then at the end petra and jr fall in love 
and mm. I'm here for it. It is like I mentioned, like Petra, although she starts out as like a real bad girl, like we get to see more and more and more from her as um the the story goes on, and she's like less of the villain and more of she's like a, a sweet kind of um quirky member of the family. Hmm. I love. Also, that. we so like I mentioned that like artificial insemination was like such a thing because like it was the last of his sperm because he had cancer and well but we find out i forget the details but we learn that there's actually more sperm saved and then petra has more kids um with that sperm i don't i don't actually think like they like have sex and have a kid i think that she is again being conniving um and then twins are born so like by the end of this series we have this fun like mixed family where it's like Raphael and then like Jane and Mateo and then Petra and the two twins and they're all kind of like a family and like the kids like like kind of they spend time like they spend time with Jane and Raphael and then they spend time with Petra and it's like a it's very it's I really love like a blended family situation and I think it's really by the end we get to like a really sweet place with it all but man it takes a long time to get there <laughs> i'm lost already <laughs> i know i am explaining all that and no no you're doing a good job doing a fine job it's just there's just one other person i have to mention okay. um you know where this is going well maybe you don't um my very favorite tv boyfriend oh. adam rodriguez <laughs> is in this show in seasons two and four okay he plays jonathan chavez uh jane's hot professor and mentor who she oh dates my- briefly god are you and she kidding has, like, me let me go so, watch these seasons real quick <laughs> like what so actually when i mentioned i watched like the season like the pilot and then the series finale i also like googled like what episode do we get introduced to, to jonathan chavez mm-hmm. um so i could go watch that and jane has a sex dream about him and it's like a very big deal and it's really cute because siomara is like tell me you had a dream oh my gosh and jane's like mom i'm not gonna tell you about my sex dream it's just very funny. So anyway. Okay. So this is a question that maybe is not pertinent to this whole conversation. But what does do you think? have sex? Oh, I, yeah, that is. Yes. So she does. Like uh, she f- has sex with Michael eventually. Okay. And then she's just like a regular sex having person, you know? And then like the virginity <laughs> part of it all is it, it is really played up quite a bit till that time. Yeah. Um, which I don't love because, like, virginity is a construct. Um, does she get married to Michael? She does get married to Michael. I don't. I think they might have sex before they get married. Maybe not. I don't actually remember. It doesn't okay. feel super relevant to me, though I think it was meant to be very relevant for the show. Okay. Um, but that kind of happens midway through. She has sex. And then, like I said, she's just kind of a normal sex-having person. She's, like, having sex with some other people, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Good I just, question. I wasn't sure. I mean, it's called Jane the Virgin, so I didn't know if she stuck with that whole storyline right. throughout the duration. Okay. I mean, as you can tell, there is just, like, so much that happens, much of which I'm not even clear about. So, again, real, <laughs> true Jane the Virgin lovers. I'm still hung up on Petra's mom being in a wheelchair and, like, a why? <laughs> Why? Well, well one because it because it's a telenovela trope. So I, I mean, I think like yeah, all of these wild things. Um, and actually, so like I think the first time we find out that Magda isn't in a wheelchair or doesn't need the wheelchair, like she's kind of pretending she has to, is when she pushes Alba down the stairs at the Marbella. Uh, who's Alba? Grandma? Oh, Grandma. Mm-hmm. Yep. Wow. Yeah. Dramatic. It's like duel of the grandmas. Oh my god. It's wild. Yeah. Okay, so 
I wonder, you know, that might be a good way into this. Do you want to know some of the other telenovela tropes that are part of this show? Yeah. And also, I feel like a lot of these actors were on, like, not only like that telenovela, but like, well, I don't know if they were on telenovelas, but when I was looking, running through the Wikipedias, it looks like a lot of them were on, like, Young and the Restless and other soap operas. State Interesting. That could kind of track. Well, I guess, like, what I should first say is, like, What's cool about the show is that, like, it is it's kind of like an adaptation of a telenovela. Like, it's not a true telenovela. But Mm -hmm. also, like, some places have described it as a satire. But actually, the creator says that she sees it more of, like, a love letter to the telenovela Mm -hmm. rather than satire, which I think is sweet. It's also fun because, like, from the very first episode, we learn that Jane and her mom and her grandma, they have watched telenovelas together forever. Oh, that's So it's, like, cute. a part of their shared, like, history. Mm-hmm. And then also with Jane's dad, Rogelio, being a telenovela star, it's, right. like, there's all this telenovela. It's, like, a, there's, like, a telenovela within a telenovela. You know, there's all this stuff happening. And her son getting into voiceover work. Exactly. And yeah. yeah. Right. Gotcha. And so what is helpful, like, for me, I'm I'm someone who, like... I've heard of what a telenovela is. I might imagine some of the things that might happen, but like, I don't know a lot about it. So for me as a viewer, it's really fun because like we're kind of introduced to telenovela concepts through that like shared history of them talking about how they love watching telenovelas or through Jane's dad, Rogelio and like things that are going on at his workplace, you know, like the telenovelas that he's in. And so it's like, we're introduced to those themes Meanwhile, those actual themes are playing out in the actual show. It's very fun. <laughs> um, okay. So I did, I like Googled a little list. Like what are some of the things that happen in a lot of telenovelas? Um, one of them is the long lost siblings. Sure. So, and that happens more times than I can remember. But one time it happens when Aneshka, Petra's actually identical, identical twin, long lost sibling, shows up. And there's a while where Aneshka, like, pretends to be Petra. And, like, Petra is, like, in this, like, coma, dressed as Aneshka. And Aneshka, like, puts on Petra's accent, changes her hair, and becomes Petra. It's very scary. Um, so or maybe that's... Yeah. Is it, like... Are we doing a Lindsay Lohan parent trap style of acting here or are there two Petras? No, it's Lindsay Lohan style. Okay. Um, Yael, <laughs> the the actor, she plays both of them. Okay. Yeah. That would be <laughs> my question. I was just like, is it? Is it? Okay. <laughs> Great cool, question. Cool, Great question. Um there's also Raphael has a twin brother, Derek, who I don't really remember totally, but he blackmails him at some point. Wait, so it's like another- twins? No, it's not a twin. It's a half-brother scenario. Oh, okay. But it's still a long-lost sibling kind of coming back to... Also, like, Raphael's, like, family lineage is, like, called into question a lot. Like, who he thinks are his parents are not his parents. And, like, a lot of stuff goes on with that as well. Huh. Okay. Why would Uh, he be blackmailed by his half-brother? I don't remember. Maybe I should have even put it in the notes because I, no, I have it, but I don't know. I, I mean, no, it doesn't matter because we're just talking about the tropes. We don't need to right, know right. specifics. It's no right. nuance November. It's clearly, it's not November. Just it's to be not November. Clear. Whenever you listen it's, to this, it's also not November when we're recording it. No. So they- <laughs> oh, my God. Yikes. Uh, Yikes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I don't, I don't know, but he had his reasons. Okay. Yes. All right. All right. Another um, thing that apparently happens often in telenovelas is that characters return from the dead. Um, And so that happens. I mentioned that before about how Michael dies and it's like a huge major deal. But then we find out that he actually has been alive. Um, 
And that is like really like uh, just an earth shattering revelation. I think that's maybe the only time that happens, but it's a it's a big one. Mm hmm. And that relates to another thing that I guess is pretty common, which is amnesia. So Michael, when he comes back, is now Jason, who doesn't really remember. Jane. He eventually does like remember Jane and Mateo. It's like a name upgrade. You go from Michael to Jason. So boring. No offense to any Michaels or Jasons out there, but I just like. Yes. All right, sure. Oh, so I, you're saying it's not an upgrade? Because I was like, I don't think Jason's no. better than Michael. It's, no, it's no, absolutely it's not like lateral, yeah. if anything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, apparently acid attacks are also a thing. Sure. Um, and so Magda, the the mom, the grandma, mom, I guess she's more grandma, who um is using the wheelchair but actually doesn't have to. She has a big scar on her face, which is apparently from an acid attack from when she and Petra left the Czech Republic to escape Milos. Um also faking an injury relates to Magda, you know, in that wheelchair that she doesn't need. Uh, something else that is just massive are like the love triangles Mm -hmm. so like of course there's like the main one with like jane her fiance michael and then her baby daddy accidentally Raphael. (laughs) um so that's like you know the back and forth on again off again there's another one between like jane Raphael, and and petra because like will Raphael go back with petra will he be with jane like what's gonna happen you know Mm-hmm. Um, I think Alba, um, Jane's abuela, she is in a love triangle at one point as well, I think. Also, mm-hmm. Rogelio, at some point, like, when he is with or, like, working to be with Xiomara, he has, like, there's some something going on with one of his, co- his co-stars or maybe his agent. Oh, yeah, who's played by, is it Justine Machado? Oh, I have her in the notes. Uh, Justina Machado, the one who she stars in One Day at a Time. Do you know her? If you click on her, you'll her. She plays Darcy Factor on the show, and something happens. I don't remember if they're together or not, but something happens with another baby thing where then like they have a baby together. It's all very complicated. (laughs) It just yeah, of course it is. But okay, wait, I'm looking at Justina. Uh, You probably recognize her, right? Don't. She also, this she is a very small an angel. She was in. Oh, angel I love that, that shit. She must've been young. This is a very small thing, but she plays like a manager. Like she's only on a couple episodes of this, that show superstore that I like so much. Okay. I just did a rewatch and I was like, Oh, it's you. She's like, um, the, one of the, like from corporate people who like comes for a couple episodes, but I mean, um, she's been in a lot of things. I don't, recognize her surprisingly that's yeah uh, that's you never watched one did you ever watch one day at a time no what's that is that what it's all what if i'm saying it wrong the whole time you don't like sitcoms um what's one day at a time it is the it was like pretty new netflix sitcom oh that is what it's called rita moreno's in it nominated Um, critics choice television award for best actress in a comedy series it's quite good it is quite good I've never I, even heard of it, dude. I really liked it. Um, oh. And I wonder, because, and then, like, I, I, there was, the internet was a buzz Because, like, after a season or two, it didn't get renewed. And then everyone was talking about it. And then it did get renewed. They changed their mind. Or I don't actually know how all that works. But, um, <laughs> but as we're talking about it, I don't know if I saw, it says there's five seasons of, no, four seasons. I may not have seen the most recent season. But yeah, it's a good one. Anyway, I like her a lot. And so she is, there's, uh, 
gosh, it's so fa- I I was gonna say fazy, <laughs> hazy, fuzzy to me now. Like some kind of baby <laughs> thing, some kind of thing. Yeah. The the final um, telenovela. Oh, go ahead. Oh no, no, you go into the final because I have I have a cl- a big bold claim to make after you say this. Last. Whoa, I cannot yeah. wait. Okay, <laughs> the final <laughs> the the final one that I want to mention. Okay. We learn that um, in the final, actually, in this again, I keep referencing this this dang series finale. One because it's so good. Two because I just watched it. Three because it does a great job of wrapping everything up. Anyway, <laughs> we learn there that telenovelas, unlike soap operas in like you know u.s soap operas that go on for you know season after season after season after season telenovelas end Mm -hmm. and that's the thing and you know jane struggles with endings and that's kind of part of what one of the themes that are at the end anyway um and we learn also that telenovelas often end with a wedding Mm -hmm. and so while there are other weddings that happen of course in the very last episode so there's five seasons and every episode is like a chapter so like the first episode is chapter one Mm-hmm. And the last episode is episode 100, and it's chapter 100. Mm. And in that episode, there is a wedding between. Oh my god, I'm like getting, I'm really getting misty thinking about. It. I watched it last night. Um, in that episode, finally Jane and Raphael get married, and it's just like it's so Aww. beautiful. Um, but it's cool that they like set that up for us to know, like, yep, because it's a telenovela, and a telenovela is ending right now, and that's why we have this like wedding finally happening, and it's just like really oh it's so it's so so lovely that sounds amazing okay what's your bold claim (laughs) based on the tropes you have just shared i think it's safe to say that the show criminal minds is a telenovela (laughs) (laughs) oh my god there is oh my god every single thing of these has happened things are flashing before yeah <laughs> love triangles weddings amnesia acid attack faking an injury long lost siblings People character returning from, the, from dead. the dead absolutely <gasps> okay no but i hear what you're saying no, I one mean, could make a case i mean and like there's weddings there's lots of there weddings. Are weddings remember remember rossi's wedding? yes exactly it's just the team exactly and jj's wedding wow yeah yeah mm-hmm. so Oh my god. Anyways, I know this is not the Criminal Minds episode. I know that we're not talking about Criminal Minds. But or who are we kidding through? We talk about cr- Criminal Minds finds a way into almost everything <laughs> we do. Nevertheless, it persists in <laughs> Criminal Minds. Um <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so bad. I'm sorry. Oh, silly. That's too good. Also bad. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) But anyways, that's my bold claim that like there are more telenovelas than we know. Than we know. Yeah, I feel like true telenovela fans and stands would really disagree with you. No, you're right. It doesn't actually fit the actual criteria. Yeah, yeah. However, based on this list that I have assembled, um, you are correct it's like it's like the sandwich conversation which we won't have but i, oh, feel I hate like that how nah. does that find its way into things again to, uh, <laughs> I, I don't like that i didn't bring it up last time i think you did the last time we <laughs> talked about it so yeah, I did. there's that mm-hmm. you're right mm-hmm. you have a good memory i did yeah <laughs> Um, for those of you who are confused with what we're talking about, I will just mention it and we will not discuss it. It is, is just, just so they know, Sarah. I know, I know. Is, is a hot dog a sandwich? Question mark. Uh-huh. Who's to know? Okay. Um, 
I think we should do one of your favorite, th- not your favorite things, but you're just really good at this. Like talking about what was like also on TV during this time, you know? Mm-hmm. So Jane the Virgin was five seasons, 100 episodes, like I mentioned. It aired from 2014 to 2019. So pretty recent, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to know some of the other shows that were on that premiered? Well, not premiered. Other shows that were on the CW during the 2014-2015 season when Jane the Virgin premiered? Absolutely, I do. Okay. Jane the Virgin premiered on Monday nights. There was one other new show that season. Also, Saraya, as I read these shows, I know none of them. I've seen not a one besides Jane the Virgin. I, I mean, I'll run it down for you because, like, you okay. know that I'm, I'm in yep. it. I'm in it mm-hmm. doing it. So when I mentioned the CW, I just, maybe I should have, you really know your CW I and WB too much. shows. I just know too much about things that don't matter. Like, that's where I'm at. So it's fine. <laughs> okay, so in addition to Jane the Virgin premiering that season, the show called The Flash also premiered that season. Do you know that show? It's a superhero one. I never saw it. But they like I- a lot of superhero shows on on the CW, don't they? Yeah, because wasn't like Supergirl and other things came out. Well, also at that time on TV, so they'd already you know been around. But the originals, Supernatural. Wait, wait, wait. Let's start. Do you know what the originals is? No, I don't know any of these shows. Okay, it's it's like a spinoff of Vampire Diaries. Oh, great. <laughs> And you oh, don't which know also was on, which also was on during that time, Vampire Diaries. Okay. Wait, you don't know what supernatural is? I mean, there's like superhero people who have supernatural no. powers. That's supernatural yes. powers. Not the first, That's... the latter, yes. Okay. Um, uh, but have I seen one around... episode? No. no, why would you? But like it has been around longer than Frasier, I would guess. Like it <gasps> is one claim. of the longest running. Bold shows. claim. Yeah, but it's it's been around for forever. Has it been around longer than Criminal Minds? Let us Google. Uh, I think it might be. Uh, TV show. All right, this is riveting audio for our listeners. If, oh my god, fifteen seasons. It yeah. started in two thousand five. It is so. It it has been around as long, um, just as long as Criminal Minds. Yeah, and I wow. have seen every episode. Ooh. Seriously? Yeah. Sweet, I'm learning so much about you. <laughs> uh, again, CW. Well, I think it started WB technically, but maybe you're wrong. Yeah, maybe no, no, have... no, 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 no. I don't, I don't know. It's too hard. It's too. No- I Nobody can't. Knows. I don't know any of these people. I'm looking yes, at the you, cast list. You do. Oh, this guy's hot. I think I know this guy. Yeah, there are hot want... people. Also, there are well-known people in it because it was around for so long. <gasps> oh yeah, this guy, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Hi, what's oh, your name? Who's your daddy? No. <laughs> I hope for one episode where that <laughs> phrase is not uttered. But Never. Like, <laughs> and like he is literally their dad. So oh yeah, I die. Uh-huh. I die. He's done other things. God, he's attractive. Okay, oh, my when gosh. you finally watch Gilmore Girls, the is dude he in who that? plays no, he's not in it. But the the dude with long hair is. We're like not long hair, but long hair. I don't, I can't, oh my gosh, I, oh, I'm dating the wrong age group. God, you are so good looking. You are too much, you know that, I love it, I, know. I love it for you. I'm sorry we're, we're, this, this tangent, whoo, we are going, okay, um, okay, how do we get here? Oh, Supernatural, which yeah. I have not seen, you've seen every single episode of every single season, wow, yeah. respect. Thanks. Um, also on at this time on the CW was Arrow. You know that? 
I didn't watch it, but that's another superhero show. The 100? I have no idea what that's about. Oh, me neither. Huh. Rain? Like, rain, like, um... Like the Kardashians, not- like... <laughs> yeah. Not like the precipitation. Yeah. Like, like the, yeah, the Lord's rain. Yes, yes. Yes, uh-huh. yes. And then Vampire Diaries, as mentioned. So so we have Vampire Diaries and the spinoff happening simultaneously. What? That's some power. Mm-hmm. There's another one. Wow. Okay, I don't know any of those things, but I also then looked to see, like, what else was on TV at that time. Like, what what was on that Can year. I, like, the most... Oh, go ahead. Yeah. I was just saying, Monday is a hard night for... Like, that's not a... That's not a primetime night, is it? Historically? I don't think so. And I don't know if it stayed on Monday nights. I just, when I looked at the season... Because, like, literally I found something from 2014 on the internet that was like, this season or this fall, here's the lineup. Wow. Because, um, like, that would so be going know. up against football. That'd be going up against, you know, people's right. lives yeah. and stuff like that. That's how hard mm-hmm. billing. So I wonder if they just, like, floated it. Because, like, none of those other shows have basically anybody who's not white as yeah. the main characters. As far as I know. I, I yeah. could be wrong. Um, so that's like pretty bold for that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to be a show. Anyways, the other ones that are yeah. Other well, I just I googled. Do. I looked at like what were the other what were the top like ten to fifteen shows in the year twenty fourteen on all networks. And okay. here's what I got. This is in order. <laughs> Number one, The Big Bang Theory. Bazinga. <laughs> did you did you watch that? <laughs> I've seen a couple episodes, and I I really I just sitcoms are hard for me. Yeah. I also don't think it's my thing. Um, <laughs> the sitcoms I'm okay with, but that okay, one. Wait, no. wait, 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 wait. Yeah? Would you rather watch an episode of Supernatural or an episode of The Big Bang Theory? Oh, Supernatural. Yes. Yes. Yeah, okay. Supernatural. Yeah. Okay. Actually, now I'm kind of second guessing. Maybe I didn't put these in totally the right order. Um, NCIS was up there. And then also NCIS New Orleans, which why, <laughs> God, why? It is such a bad series. I can't. Oh, my God. Also, have we discussed this? I was an extra on that show one time. I have never seen an episode of NCIS, so I don't even know how, how like, what, did you just stand around? Well, the main one is with LL Cool J, I think. Um, right? Is I have no him? idea. And then the other white guy, and then, it's just, it's a nice little crew. But okay. then we have um, NCIS New Orleans with, is Scott Bakula a guy? That's a person, yes. Is he, yeah. He's on that? Yep. <laughs> he's the one who stars. He's like the headliner. And then, <laughs> and then there's Scott some Bakula. other people. <laughs> It sounds like it's made up. Fever dream that I came up with. That's <laughs> amazing. And there's some other people, but anyway, it's a bit. It's just bad. Like the accents are bad. It was just bad. But so when I was okay, I'll tell. Forgive this. Um, this little. I think I've talked about this on the podcast before. But yeah, I just stood around. So it's like um, it's like um, it's it's similar to Criminal Minds. You know, like oh, someone's murdered. Oh my God, we're gonna investigate. But the New Orleans one, all of the things, like, they would do all the things, like, with New orleans stuff. So there's this thing in New Orleans called the Red Dress Run, where you wear red dresses, and men and women alike, and folks of all genders wear dresses, and, like, you raise money for something. Um, and so our, the one I was on was, like, the Red Dress Run day. So, like, all of the extras all wore red dresses. I also had a red umbrella, because it was raining. It was perfect. And then 
there were like a couple different shots. And one of the shots, I was like, we were supposed to be kind of gathered in a corner looking at the crime scene. And I was like, I'm going to go on the edge of this group because I think then I'll be able to see myself on TV. And I was right. <laughs> there I am, hand on my hip. Oh my God, can you believe it? Look what happened. <laughs> I mean, you can't hear me, but that is like the way my my, you know, like my... My face is Your going. Body language. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was really acting. Overacting. <laughs> so you could get. <laughs> Why didn't they come after, up to you afterwards and say, hey, we got a reoccurring role for you? <laughs> <laughs> we saw what you did out there. No. Hard out. I was not that good, but I did want to be in a place where I would like be able to see me that on TV, you know? Um, but I love yeah, that. that. It was silly. I got paid like 75 bucks. I don't know. It was just like a silly day. I did it a couple other times too when I was in New Orleans. But anyway, I so because of that, wait, I started. Wait, oh, I yeah, have two yeah. things. Two things yeah. about Scott Bakula that I God. need to share. Mm-hmm. First, did you know that they called NCIS New Orleans like they call it a backdoor pilot? First. what does that a, mean like a spin-off series i don't know i don't know but that's so funny to me that it's called a backdoor pilot it's like a uh, proof of concept for a full series so it never made it to turn so like anyway what does that mean i don't get it though so like they create it's like with well if we want to go back to criminal minds beyond borders or whatever it's called yeah or without bo- i don't know what it's called oh know. meaning like the proof of concept is already established so they have this idea they film a mini of it and if it doesn't take off then it doesn't go anywhere and so that's got it, it. Got it that's got why it. it's a backdoor pilot because it's like but- drafting off of mm-hmm. you know the success of another show that has its own universe set up but um, this did go on for several seasons, though, NCIS New Orleans. Oh. Um, but I started watching after I was like, uh, you know, like, oh, I got to watch. And I was like, this is bad. <laughs> um, he must have yeah. some ties to New Orleans, though, because in 2016, he appeared as a guest judge on the HGTV show Brothers Take New Orleans with the Property Brothers. And Maybe. I think it's because NCIS was happening. Maybe he personally doesn't. But like that was the show that he's on in New Orleans was. Okay. Also, a lot a lot of shows are filmed in New Orleans. It's like there's well, I don't know how it is now, but when I lived there like five years ago, there were a lot of really like pretty large tax incentives for places, and they called New Orleans Hollywood South because Ooh. it was like so many play- people, people, places, networks, I don't know, whatever, were going there to film stuff. It was really I wonder, interesting. I wonder if ATL has edged in on that. I, the other thing that I was going to say about Scott Bakula is that he played himself in an episode of what we do in the shadows which is a show that i quite enjoy you love that yeah mm-hmm. okay yeah okay gotta watch that's that. enough scott about scott bacula i just feel like his name feels his name feels made up to me i don't know that's why i was like is he a person um okay the other shows we don't have to go deep dives but some of them include empire dancing with the stars a fan favorite around here, Criminal Minds, <laughs> um, Madam Secretary, Scandal, Blue Bloods, Blacklist, The Voice, and then also Sunday and Thursday Night Football were like really high on the list. Like I think Sunday Night Football maybe was the most popular thing in the nation in 2014. Is like, Monday Night Football not a thing? Did I just like totally make that up? It is a thing, but it wasn't it wasn't that high on as high on the list as those other things. But no, Monday Night Football is definitely a thing. You're not mm -mm, you're not wrong or far off at all. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So I don't know, what were you watching in twenty fourteen? What were you even what were we doing in twenty fourteen? How how old was I? Twenty four? Twenty four. 
I don't know. I was probably just depressed. I was probably scrolling Tumblr, doom scrolling Tumblr. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. That feels like tracks. Yeah. Um, I I mean, certainly Supernatural. Uh, so out of the ones that you listed, that's what I watched. Mm-hmm. Um, not really any of the others. I mean, yeah. a little bit of Scandal. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah, know. I it feels like this bit. was not like an amazing lineup. No. I think I was, so at this time I was actually, so I was living in New Orleans. I was actually my coworker, who I have never thought I would ever want to give a shout out to in any other way. Um, Tonya, she was into Jane the Virgin before any of us were. And she was really into the CW as well. Hmm. And I remember like her saying like, oh no, it's a great show. And we were all like, kind of like, what? And then as Jane the Virgin became more popular, she's like, see, I told you, I told you. <laughs> She was right. Tonya, you were right. It's a great show. Okay. There were some other shows that were coming out, too, that kind of fit in with the, uh, like, Jane the Virgin-esque. I, I just, like, whimsical, I guess, in a way, which okay. I don't know if it's okay to qualify it as whimsical, but, like, Once Upon a Time was out at that point. I don't know I- what that is. It was a show on ABC that was, like, based on – I didn't watch it, but it was based on, like, um, uh, like all the fairy tales and, like, a real huh. – it was very popular. There was also Revenge starring the chick from Everwood, um, which was, uh, like, I a redo know. on Count of Monte Cristo, I think, which mm-hmm. I actually – I watched that. Let's see. The Mentalist was going on. I don't think that's mental, but, like, that counts, right? Um, sure, sure. Let's see. Oh, John Mulaney's short-lived show Mulaney was going on at the same time. <laughs> Brooklyn Nine-Nine, The Simpsons. Oh, that started there? It didn't start, but it was running at that time, which I think Brooklyn Nine-Nine's probably... been around for a while, huh? No longer, though. Um, no, no longer. Let's see. There, I mean, Mike and Molly was a thing. I didn't really watch that. The Apprentice, American Ninja Warrior. Uh-huh. Uh, fresh Off the Boat. Which I think actually, and Blackish were both out, which I think actually coincides nicely with Jane the Virgin, as well as like Mindy Project, which was going on at yeah. the same time. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I can, yep, I agree. Yep. Uh, Parks and Rec was also happening during this time, um, mm-hmm. which is what I was probably watching, and the Mindy Project, actually. I watched a lot of it and I tried Fresh Off the Boat, but I didn't really get into it. So, yeah, and there's lots of things going on. So, yeah, this was TV. What's the Mysteries the of Laura? Does that have uh, Deborah Messing? Absolutely. Anyways, okay, we're I'm really redirecting this. <laughs> we're not considering Jane the Virgin anymore. Okay, let's get back to Jane the we're, Virgin. We were considering the climate, or not cl- the context in which it came out. Anyway, but yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, you know, the only other thing that I think we should spend some time on is just like how you kind of alluded to this. You're like, yeah, at the time, the CW, all the shows you can think of were just white characters, white leads. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is a show that is primarily Latinx folks, primarily people of color, um, primarily non-white individuals. And if they are like Petra's white, but she also has this like Czech background, you know, like mm-hmm. it speaks a bit of an accent, you know, like, so 
um, it was different for what was on at the time. And I think audiences really responded to it differently in a, in a positive way. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what's interesting? Okay, so for the CW, a show that wasn't returning was The Carrie Diaries, which was like supposed to be uh, like the Sex and the City precursor when she was oh, younger. Yeah. But that actually is an interesting thing to be leaving to have Jane the Virgin come in because similarly like a narrated show that follows this girl around like living her life it's not the same in any way shape or form but i think i watched that show but not on tv i think i watched it on netflix maybe is it just like a season or two yeah it didn't make it very far and i enjoyed it actually but i think i did too yeah interesting very Mm -hmm. interesting hmm okay sorry i'll stop looking at this this tv is weird y'all Sleepy mm-hmm. Hollow was also on at the same time, which was a mm-hmm. Fox show and not a CW show, which is weird to me. Glee was also on. Yeah. That's important to say. I wasn't watching it, but it was on. Okay. That was I watched Glee at the beginning. It's interesting as we're talking through this, I, I feel like I watch a lot of TV and like so much of the stuff I'm like, what? No, never. <laughs> haven't watched it. Haven't seen it. Don't want to watch it. I maybe I just watch the same things all the time. I don't know. Um but yeah, I think specifically in the CW universe, but also a lot of these shows, I'm just like not familiar. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah. You know, something I read in an article that I really liked talking about Jane the Virgin. It said that like the show doesn't just perform diversity, but inhabits it naturally. And I think that part of that is like when you have um, a really diverse cast and when you have like stories that don't center white people, like, of course, it's. Well, not of course, but I think there's the opportunity for, like, I don't know, diversity to just be, like, baked into what's happening and, like, underrepresented stories to be um, at the forefront in ways that are just not possible when you have shows that only, you know, star white people. Yeah. I wonder, like, how the – because you said it was um, Jenny Snyder Ehrman, right, who who kind of led it. But she's not Latinx. No, I think I think she's white. Yeah, or Jewish. I think actually, um, also white. Um, depending on who you talk to, <laughs> I think that's, that's true. Yeah. Um, and so I wonder who they had in the background, right? Like, yes, you have a diverse cast, but that doesn't necessarily mean that their stories are being told correctly. And so, for an, a lot of people to recognize that, I don't. I wonder who wrote yeah i'm looking yeah so developed by jenny snyder ehrman starring narrated oh executive producers ben silverman gary pearl jorge garnier garnier brad sterling oh no that's not the word brad silberling david s rosenthal I don't know these people. Do you know these okay, people? Okay, I feel like David Rosenthal has done all of the shows, right? Like he, interesting. Gilmore Girls. <laughs> yeah. Which would make sense because she did Gilmore Girls too. How do we find out who the writers are? I I don't know. It's hard to tell because like staff writers don't always get. Yeah, I don't know, but like a lot of these folks. I mean, maybe maybe they know what they're talking about. Jorge Granier Phelps is a Venezuelan producer, director, and entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, but, like, interesting. So some of the editors, I don't know. But, like you said, there's been articles written about how well it was done. So Yeah, and, I mean, maybe also, like, 
I'm not Latinx. Like, I'm sitting here thinking, like, oh, wow, like, this seems really well done. Like, people have said positive things. I'm sure there are also people, and there's also pieces written that are like, um, you missed the mark in all of these ways, (laughs) y'all, you know? So I don't think my take should be the one (laughs) that we go on. But there has been a lot, like, written about, um, yeah, how folks felt seen in ways in this show that they hadn't seen themselves previously. Yeah. I wonder, too, because, like, the only other show that I know that got, like, billing on a mainstream channel like this was Ugly Betty. And I wonder yeah. when that There's some comparisons. Air. I think Ugly Betty was before this. Oh, yeah. And there were before. Um, I wonder how much of a gap there was. I can look it up. Look it up. I'm trying to remember. Something I was reading was, like, kind of um, – made some comparisons between the two and I'm not remembering what they said. I didn't really watch Ugly Betty, so I can't I can't really speak to that. I did, but I wouldn't now. I better be so cringy. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. It was 2006 to 2010. So a good five year gap there. Yeah. 2006. Well, that was a long time ago. And I mean, is the premise that like Betty's ugly and doesn't fit in? It was Ooh. also based on another show. I think it was a Mexican show. Yeah. So, interesting. Also, I guess I should say too, like, um, I'm I'm think I'm like thinking about all these things that I like, all these things that happen in the storyline that I didn't mention. Um, but there is like a a, a long storyline with Alba's citizenship, um, and then she's undocumented and like or it, something to that effect. She gets her citizenship at some point. It's like. Um, I'm not remembering the whole story uh, like I should, but I just think like it's really it, it was dealt with in a way that I, I think maybe more I don't want to say positively, but with more nuance for sure than stories like that have have been dealt with in other shows, in my opinion. Mm, okay, interesting. Seems cool. Seems like a great show. Um, seems like I'm not the only one who thinks it's a good show, I guess is what I'm saying. And also, like, my take on this show is not um, the BL end I guess I will say, though, Soraya, in this little silly, goofy project with the other shows that we've been talking about, um, I feel like I have less critique about this than I have about most things. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't seem especially fatphobic. Um, I'm sure there are elements of it, but, like, I can't, yeah, I'm not, this show just does, um, it has less for me to be critical of, which is pretty great. Yeah, I would say. So, are there any fat characters? No. Mm, Okay. But there's not Not a fat phobia? Can think of. Well, there's like, there's some people who are a little curvier, but there are no, there are no fat characters. Okay. Um, but I'm not, I'm trying, and like Rogelio like might make jokes about like keeping trim and like being beautiful. But like, I can't think of moments, but also maybe there are lots of them. And I'm just like, you know, it happens with all the shows, right? Where we like kind of gloss over them because it's what we expect. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't know. I don't have, I have less critique, which is. Surprising for me, but also like I think a testament to like the kind of show that this is. Yes, and I do have to give an update. Uh, Ugly Daddy yeah. was actually Colombian and not Mexican. My bad. Oh, uh, but mm-hmm. I I think that's I mean that's good. That's helpful. Uh, 
you know, to have a show during that era that wasn't overtly fat phobic, although it didn't have any fat characters. Yeah, um, which is so. I guess maybe we, I mean, it is fat phobic. We know, need it all like a rating scale or something. We should honestly come up with some kind of scale on how Did fat you? phobic something is. Okay, I have a very silly parallel. Okay. Do you? <laughs> do you? <laughs> okay. Um. Do you? Have you read the Lindy West book about the movie reviews? It's like, yeah, it's yellow. Should okay. actually. Yes. Yes. How could we forget? And she talks about many movies I haven't watched, some that I have. And then she rates it on like just the most arbitrary, weird scale, like five and a half, like this b- movie, like, you know, that kind of Wasn't thing. Wasn't it? So The Rock? No. No, Face it's not off. The Rock. Face Off. Yeah. That sounds about right. <laughs> Like, this movie is five and a half face-offs worth of good or whatever. You and I could come up with our totally, totally arbitrary, like, <laughs> this many of that, of fatness things, you know? Or, like... <laughs> I Yes, but I'd like to have some criteria on, like, is it bad because it's actually fat-phobic? Is it because there is no, like, an absence of any fat character? Like, right, right, right. I think there is some nuance to it a little bit more than <laughs> Lindy gave to it, but I like this. I like this, and I want to brainstorm on it. So maybe yeah. more to come. Who's to say? I I do have one other thing that I and I don't want to get into it too much, but in terms of critique, I think we kind of have run into this with some other shows that we love. Um, while I love Gina Rodriguez as Jane the Virgin, um, she as a person has made some choices and done and said and done some things that I don't find to be so great. Hmm. Um, and we don't need to go into it, but I would, I want to mention that like I, an endorsement of Jane the Virgin is not a blanket endorsement of everything that Gina Rodriguez like does or says, you know? And probably anything anybody else attached to this has done or said too. Accurate. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, as we come to an end, may I share just like what happens at the very, very, very end of the series finale? Yes, please. Okay. So like I said, Telenovelas end with a marriage. Raphael and Jane get married. Um, and like I also mentioned, she's like writing this book, the, a book actually inspired by her romance with Michael. She writes this book. She finally gets it published or she's like a publisher is working with her. She's getting paid for it. All this stuff is happening. And then at the very last minute, she decides she wants to change what happens at the end of the book, you know, um, and kind of that there's some stuff that goes on. So we don't know why she wanted to change what she wanted to do. Raphael and Jane are married. They're like sitting outside under this tree with these like beautiful petals falling on them. They're just like, it's the very last moments of the episode. And Raphael looks at Jane and he's like, Jane, what actually happened at the end of your book? Like, what was the ending all about? And she looks at him and says, oh, they turned it into a telenovela. And Raphael asks her, well, who would watch that? And then Jane turns to the camera and winks. And that is the end. (laughs) Oh, my God. It's just too perfect, too, just so buttoned up, so beautiful. (laughs) Just like, put a bow on it, tuck it away. We are so different, Kat. I hate that. (laughs) I know. I don't hate it. That's just too much. It's too much. But good for them. Good for her. Thank you for joining us on our journey through chapters 1 through 100 of Jane the Virgin. Okay, 
I tried, Serena, but clearly my narration is not it. Uh, I think we will leave that to Anthony Mendez. <laughs> I loved it. I really loved it. And it was quite a journey that we went through for this last hour or so of uh, Jane the Virgin. Absolutely. You know, it is fun to consider another show as part of this silly, goofy project. I love chatting with you about it, Soraya, and with all of you, our audience. Absolutely. If you want more from us, you can visit our website, www.matteroffatpod.com, and find us on social media at, at @matteroffatpod for info about us and our regular seasons, including all of our great guest and mini-sode topics. If you love this pod, you can send us some fat cash or leave us a review on apple podcasts we love and appreciate both and we love and appreciate y'all whether you give us fat cash or reviews or not <laughs> a blanket of approval from us no matter what unlike with yep. jake no, okay we're not gonna go down nope, that nope, road. okay nope. yes <laughs> anyway any tv show ever yes, yes. okay <laughs> thanks for taking time with us while we considered jane the virgin as, as a, a matter, matter of, of fat, fat. Matter of fat.